here it is, my travel guide for an awesome family vacation to Maui. Where to stay, where to eat, what to book ahead of time, and how to balance activities with downtime. All of it. I'm sharing all my tips for an awesome trip to paradise. From fine dining to my favorite ever beach shack with fresh acai bowls and blueberry muffins. We're talking about pools and beaches and making it all go as smoothly as possible. This is your guide to an awesome vacation in Maui. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. I cannot think of a more fun topic than talking about vacation and a tropical vacation at that. We feel so fortunate. We just got back from a fabulous vacation in Maui, staying at the Grand Wailea Hotel. So I wanted to hurry up and do this bonus podcast while it was all fresh in my mind. We've been going to Maui forever, and I went to Maui as a kid. So I feel like I have lots of lots of tips and and all the best places that I've kind of accumulated and I have a list going on my phone uh, in the notes section of all my favorite things for lots of different things, but Maui travel is one of them. And so I am bringing you today everything that I think is the most awesome, where to eat, where to stay, luau's, activities, rental car, time change, airplane travel with kids, all of it. We're going to get into everything Now, of course, I know a lot of people have messaged me saying that they're going on a honeymoon or they're going on a couple's vacation to Hawaii. Lots of these things are going to still apply because we just did a full family vacation and because the Grand Wailea is such a great family hotel with all the water slides and everything. This podcast is mainly based on having a family vacation in Maui, but like I said, lots of things would apply if you are just going on an adult's trip as well. So... I mean, Hawaii is just the best. The weather, we're used to going in summertime. We usually go in August before the kids go back to school. But this year we went for spring break and it was crazy how it wasn't quite as warm. Like I would like it maybe like five degrees warmer, but I think all the dads liked it a little bit cooler. But the cool thing is, is it wasn't nearly as sticky. You know how it can kind of get a little bit just sticky, which is tropical. It's fun. But you know how your hair instantly falls and you kind of just feel sticky. You can be like sweaty and muggy. I was so surprised that going in April, which we hadn't gone in many, many years, there was none of that. The humidity and the muggy, the the kind of the the moisture was not there. So if you want it to be warmer, you might want to go more in the uh, summer months. But I loved going in April. Also, I have to, since we're talking about timing, whale season. If you love whales, figure out, plan your trip based on whale season. I would probably go the week of ski week next year um, in February. The whales in Maui are incredible. We went literally during the last week of whale season. So we saw whales, the last kind of mama and baby humpback whales out on the water. We went on a trilogy boat, which they were fantastic. I cannot recommend them enough. 
but it was the end of whale season. So they were, there weren't, there were no big jumps and there weren't like whale tails, but it was incredible. You're still really close to the whales. But if you go right smack in the middle of the season, oh, it is just so much better. So if you are into whales and whale watching, I would base your trip around whale season and picking the peak time because it would just be, you know, the highlight of the trip, I think, for adults and kids. So I don't think there's really a bad time to go to Maui. Like I said, April was beautiful. It was gorgeous. I did my favorite morning runs on the boardwalk. One of the best things I like personally about staying at the Grand Waialea is it's one of those places where you can go and just stay. You don't need a rental car because there's so much you can walk to, and it's pretty easy to get rides different places, whether you set up a car service or an Uber, or if you're up for a 20-minute walk, you can get to so many different restaurants and shops and so many different things. And on this boardwalk, you can run either direction in the morning and the sun rises with the time change and stuff. It felt a little bit late. I think it was around 6.30, but I was always up and running at sunrise, which was so gorgeous. I mean, you really just cannot beat a beach run at sunrise. So one of the reasons I love it. Also, right next door is the uh, two different hotels. The Four Seasons is right next door. And on the other side is the Marriott Hotel. So if you want to check out different properties or have lunch or dinner at different places, it's just really nice and centrally located. As far as a rental car goes, we've done both downsides of a rental car. I think that the Maui airport is one of those airports that is difficult for rental cars. It just always feels hard. Like you have to shuttle to get the rental car. It always takes a while. Then you get back. It just feels like you lose an hour at least at the start of the trip. And I know for my husband, he's I'm usually the one getting the bags. He's the one getting the car. It feels stressing. So we wanted to kind of bypass this, this trip. Um, so we didn't do that. We just had a car service pick us up in a sprinter van. And I mean, that's amazing. Someone's waiting for you at the bottom. You grab your luggage and off you go. It doesn't get more efficient and less stressing than that. Then what we ended up doing on our last full day there is the hotel concierge helped us set up two Jeeps. So we took the top off the Jeeps and we went and we didn't want to do the full road to Hana because that's a full day at least adventure if you're going to drive all the way up to the road of Hana, but we wanted to see waterfalls. So we took the um, two Jeeps, took the tops off and did like a 45 minute cool drive along the coast up to the Twin Falls. So it's a short 20 minute hike and then you can watch people jumping off and play in the water and walk in the streams and all that, but it's not super high impact. Parker's three and wouldn't really um, have the stamina for a long hike. So we I didn't want to do one of those that we had done in the past. So we took the quick drive up and did the Twin Falls waterfall, and it was fantastic. Make sure you bring bug spray because you're walking through a jungle and there's there are always bugs. Even when they say, there's no bugs right now, there's always bugs. So bring your bug spray and um, I love, uh, and water shoes, bring water shoes because you have to walk through water and you don't want to get your tennies all wet and you can just have such better grip. So bring water shoes for everyone if you're going to do that type of thing. And um, I think it's really worth doing. But 
I didn't want to pay for a rental car the entire time because really we just needed it for transport to the hotel and then back to the airport. And then we knew we might want to do a waterfall day and then maybe getting to a restaurant um, one or two other nights, but it wasn't worth paying the high price to have it all the time. So it worked out great for us um, doing it this way. That being said, if you want to adventure a lot of the days, it might be worth doing a rental car. If you want to do the road to Hana and if you want to do the Maui Aquarium, if you want to drive to Lahaina once or twice, then I think it's worth doing because the car services can add up too. But again, know that you have to plan for that extra kind of hour and lots of extra moving parts. Oh, of course you can ask me something. Come in here, bud. Sure. <laughs> this is what we call real life, and this is a Parker intermission. Sure, you can watch a movie, buddy. Okay, will you close my podcasting door for me? Yeah, no, keep it closed so it's not too loud. Hey, and um, yeah, you can leave that door open. Enjoy your pop school. I love you, buddy. <laughs> That's... That's what we do when we are in the podcast room at home and we're just keeping it in. We're not editing it out because that's real life. Um, Parker had the best time. Speaking of him, like the best time. It is so cool as your kids grow and I feel like every year they're just a different person. They can do more. They like different things. They can experience more. It was cool individually with each kid doing different things. Oh, along those lines, before I forget, one thing I've been doing lately that I didn't do before is talk to your kids before you go, no matter how old they are, unless they're babies, and ask them. Show them YouTube videos and say, hey, this is where we're going. What are you most interested in? So when you're planning your activities, you make sure that everyone in your family has like that one thing that they really wanted to do. I think that in the past, I kind of always assumed I knew what everyone wanted to do, but it's cool to ask them, especially if they're older. So show them the things or how about you pull up links of things on your computer that you, you know, that you think would go well and you think they would like. That way you don't start with, you know, just like anything, you know, pull up um, the kayak and snorkel, which we did out of Grand Wild, through Grand Wailea, which was fantastic. We didn't do the zip lining, but we wanted to. If we had an extra day, we would have done that. So pull up zip lining, the road to Hana, waterfalls, whale watching, and show them. I really think it's extra special if your family has a little bit of say in the activities before you go. I am a big fan of planning out lots of things, knowing the cancellation period. I like to just have options. Um, I've done it before where I just wanted to have more of a casual vacation, but a lot of times when you get there, it just doesn't work out that way. There's too many decisions to be made each day. I like going in with a plan. Now, I don't overbook us. It's important to have downtime with activities. If it were up to me, I'd have three big activities a day. My husband wants one and no more than one. And a lot of times the kids want one too. And if you're at a place with lots of other things to do, like at Grand Wailea, they have seven water slides and a rope swing and lots of different things to do. The beach is really close. One thing I love about this hotel is it's not a far walk to the ocean. It's just like from the pool to the ocean is like a three-minute walk, which is super, super nice. There's just so much to do. So activities I would look into, again, are the Trilogy boat ride, especially during whale season. You got to do a kayak snorkel, go look for turtles, maybe look into zip lining, and then some sort of waterfall hike, Rodahana moment. 
I think are my top activities in Maui. For kids, I think there is no better hotel than the Grand Waialea. Like I said, they just have it down. Their luau was fantastic. Unfortunately, this year due to COVID, they did not have the kid activities, which I think are always really fun where you can make a lay or you can, um, you know, do like different seashell activities. You can get a henna tattoo. They always have, you know, like those little tables where you can do different things. They didn't have that this year, but usually Grandma Alea is so catered to families and kids. They have really great activities for kids at the Luau, but Because of COVID, they've changed it. So it's not a big, long buffet where you wait in a long line and the food is just eh. The food, I'm telling you, was so good. I ate a huge salad before because I usually don't eat at Luau's. I just don't enjoy the food. And I was like, oh my gosh, I did not need to pre-eat a meal before this meal because it was so great. And they brought the different courses to your table. So we had two different families, a total of 10 of us. So they brought a big platter, like beautiful bread baskets and salads and all the Hawaiian meats and the sides. like, And they even had fresh ahi and um, chips. There were so many different dishes. Then for dessert, they brought a beautiful dessert platter. So there was no decisions. There was no ordering. They brought pog juice for the kids. Um, There was vegetables and sweet potatoes and platters of fruit. It was just all fantastic. And it was all family style. It just kept coming and everyone ate. Everyone ate a ton. They have a huge grass area. So in between the show and in between the, the different courses, the kids could run and play, which they loved. The show itself was so great. They, the fire, um, the dudes doing the fire twirling was like next level. They had an aerialist from a palm tree doing, doing their spins. Both of my girls do aerial. So they loved watching that. There was a mermaid up at the top of the whole stage. The host guy was dynamic and fantastic. And there was a band. The whole thing was just really great. I'm telling you, it was surprisingly super entertaining and Everyone had a great time and the food was great. So even if you feel like you've done the luau thing, you've checked the box, I'm telling you, if you stay at the Grand Waialea, you must do the luau. It is so much fun and it was surprisingly way better post-COVID. Okay, so most of this podcast I want to be kind of evergreen. So it is a great guide that you can come back to every time you plan a trip to Maui, but I want to make sure to insert the COVID updates. Lots of questions about the COVID test prior and everything. So I promise you most of this podcast will be evergreen. Oh, thank goodness. Post COVID, we will never have to worry about this again. But real quick, let me go through the COVID updates. So you have to get a COVID test prior to going. If you go to the Hawaii travel site, it will tell you everything. Just know that you have to do it within a very specific window. So read all the different things. Um, It's changing a little bit. So I don't want to say super specifics about how it is in this second because it changes. So look at them, but make sure you go to one of the the places like Westpac Labs is is the one that we went to that does the COVID test. Everybody has to do it over two years old. Then you take your QR code that you get and your negative COVID test and you stand in a line. Now, if you can get to the airport early, it's best because then you can get your wristband. You can can show them your paperwork and you can get your wristband. Like for us, it was at LAX before you fly. If you don't have time, 
it, they'll tell you, go ahead, just go to the gate and you can do it when you land. It doesn't take that much time. It's just easier to get it out of the way when you're departing. But if not, when you land in Maui, they will tell you, if you don't have a wristband yet, get in line. The line could be five minutes. It could be 40 minutes to get through. It moved pretty quickly though. For us, it was like 25 minutes, I want to say, because we were in the LAX line, uh, but it was super long. So we did not um, I didn't know that we really need to get there that far ahead of time, but it would have been saved us a little bit of time on the back end if we would have done it in LA. So try to get there early, get your wristband saying that you've shown your negative COVID test. Now, if you go without a negative COVID test, you have to quarantine. It's like a full 10 day quarantine, um, in Hawaii. So you do not want to do that. Masks right now were very, what I would consider appropriate. At most of the places we were, were outside and spacious. So we didn't have to wear masks. When walking through the hotel you do or different hotels, um, we went to different restaurants at different hotels and they want you to wear a mask as you walk in through the restaurant, which we did. But for the most part, that was not a huge deal. We've been other places um, more, you know, a few months back where it was almost not worth going because the masks to us felt illogical. We'd be outside in the middle of, you know, we went to Vegas one time and had a pool cabana. We were literally by ourselves. We paid for a pool cabana so it would not be stressing. And you had to have your mask on when you were in your cabana out in the middle of nowhere by yourself. It was just like more, you know, when things are more moving parts than they're even worth. It did not feel like that. It felt like, you know, masks at the times when you're passing through common areas. Um, beyond that, you didn't need to because you're all outside and doing outside stuff. So that felt really good and comfortable because my fear with traveling until all this is over is we are going to spend a fortune. I think that all vacations are a fortune. Um so you're going to spend a fortune for a watered down experience. So I just wanted to make sure that, that is not what we were signing up for. And it definitely wasn't. Now, I know that a lot of places are still working through it. I mean, think about Hawaii was shut down for a full year. So if you're staying somewhere else, just make sure that you kind of do your research and make sure they're ready, that they're ready for people to come. To be completely transparent, I read some some Yelp reviews before we went about Grand Wailea, and there were some people that were unhappy saying they couldn't get beach chairs, they couldn't get pool service. And so I was like, oh my gosh, we're going and we have another family going with us. We're both, you know, spending quite a bit of money to bring our all our big families there. So I called the manager at Grand Wailea. Her name is Carrie. She was fantastic. I said, Carrie, to be completely honest with you, there are 10 of us coming. Um, and then another four coming after. So there will be a party of 14. We have a big group. We're coming. We're going to eat and drink and, and, and have pool cabanas and enjoy. This is our, you know, our, likely our big, our big vacation of the year. To be completely honest, I saw on Yelp that there were some negative reviews that you guys hadn't figured out, worked out all the kinks yet. How are you going to promise me that us coming on this big vacation, we're not going to have that experience? She was fantastic. She said, to be honest with you, we got we opened and we went from zero to 110. It was most people's spring break. We were overrun and overloaded every single day. We fi- we solved one more problem. We figured this out. We figured out the pool chairs. We figured out the timing of the food. We figured out how to make everybody happy. So now, because our spring break was at the tail end of spring breaks, you know how spring breaks are like a month long. Ours was kind of like that last week. 
she says, let me tell you how we've worked through all these things that, you know, to be honest, we, it took time to figure out. And I love that. You know, when people don't give you excuses, they're just kind of upfront with you. And so I said, fantastic. We're going to come. I am going to make sure to take care of your people. We're going to tip generously. We're so grateful to be able to come and and experience this. We're all in. Thank you. And I'm telling you, they did not disappoint. She put a dedicated concierge on us. Our dedicated concierge was named Rebecca. Their concierge is fantastic because you can just text them. You can text them like as you're planning your vacation months ahead of time or for me, one week ahead of time. We literally plan this whole thing one week ahead of time. And you can text them while they're while you're there, which is so great. Hey, would you mind moving my dinner reservation back um, 30 minutes? We're still in the pool or whatever it is. They are great and you're not paying any extra for them. They have a big concierge team and they are so willing to help. Our concierge, Rebecca, was, first of all, hilarious, great attitude, up for anything. You know when you hate bothering people when you're just like, Ugh, I feel badly asking for another thing. She's like, listen, that's what I'm here for. I want you to have the best trip. So their level of concierge, especially for being a more family hotel, it's it's they're not trying to be a luxury, calm, you know, five-star hotel resort, but their concierge is that level, I'm telling you. So use the concierge ahead of time, whether you stay there or somebody else, somewhere else, because they can really help you book things. Booking dinners. This is one of the things I think you book every single dinner ahead of time and then go into it knowing you're cool canceling. Just make sure you do the right thing and cancel with people ahead of time if you are going to cancel, but book every night. And I tell my family, hey, here's our agenda. I'm cool if we scrap the whole agenda, but at least we have a plan because there's nothing worse than everyone being starving and frustrated and not having a place to eat. Here are what I think are the most awesome restaurants in Maui. First, number one is always Mama's Fish House. We were not able to get in this time. They're booking like three months out. So it's on the road to Hana too. So it's off the beaten path. It's a great adventure. Go for lunch, go for dinner. It has a cool little beach right with it. Um, like I said, because we booked this trip so last minute, we weren't able to get in. But book Mama's Fish House ahead of time. If you're headed over to Kapalua, Merriman's, which is a beautiful restaurant on the cliff, is always fantastic. The, the hotel right next door to Grand Wailea is the Four Seasons. They have a Spago there that is up on the second level, has gorgeous views, and they have a wonderful wine list, and they have the best dessert. They're like two fresh, warm cookies with ice cream in the middle. I feel like it has to be homemade ice cream. It is so delicious. We get those to go and run down to the beach and sit on the beach and eat the ice cream sandwiches. It's kind of our tradition is so fantastic. So hit Spago at the Four Seasons. Co Restaurant, K-O, is so, it was our first time going to Co Restaurant and Humble Market Kitchen. Both of them were some of the best food we've ever had. Everyone in our whole group loved it. Humble Market Kitchen was a quick walk up from Grand Wailea Co Restaurant we had to take a car to. Both of them are at very cool, chic hotels, hotels that would be great to stay at. I just can't if, – if I'm going with kids, I can't stay anywhere besides the Grand Wailea just because between the water slides and the baby beach that they have there, which is like the pool that turns into like a sandy area and the rope swing, 
I'll never stay anywhere else while, while my kids are little. But there are so many other cool hotels. And um, Co. and Humble Market Kitchen, walking through those hotels and kind of experiencing it a little bit, they were really cool. Sansai Sushi. Sansai? Sansai Sushi. So this is like a Maui old school. This is where you go for the sushi. It's not a atmosphere place at the top of a cliff. It's just really good Hawaiian sushi, locally owned, like the owner's there to greet you. It's just really, really great food. So we hit that one night. Another exciting Maui place is called Monkey Pod Kitchen. There is one right across the way. It's kind of, it's a healthy walk, but you could walk to it from the Grand Waialea. Only thing about Monkey Pod is they don't take reservations. So you either get there right when they open or get there and expect to wait, walk around the center. Really good. The most delicious Mai Tais with like the floating foam on top. Really good Hawaiian food, good energy and music and pulls and pizza for the kids. Again, we did not hit that this time, but we've gone every other time. And most vacations we hit Monkey Pod a couple times. It just didn't work for us uh, because it was, the whole area was so busy because we went during spring break and a lot of the restaurants still hadn't opened back up after COVID. So all the restaurants were super packed and hard to get reservations. So make all your reservations ahead of time. Write down everything. Write down the cancellations so that you know if you need to adjust it. But I'm telling you, this is one of the things you want to overbook and you can't do it too soon. Okay. Those are like the places I would hit for dinners. Now, the Beach Shack, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, I love the Beach Shack on the path. Um, If you're standing at the Grand Waialea looking at the ocean, you hit a hard right. It's like five minutes up the path at the hotel next door at the Marriott. It's this little Beach Shack, but I'm telling you, it has the best ever acai bowls. So it's basically like a fruit bowl, like a chunky fruit bowl that they just pour their healthy acai mixture over it. So it's not super sweet and it's just, and they put fresh granola on it with little chewy berries in it. And then they put toasted coconut on top. It is so fantastic, so fresh and light and delicious. They also have wonderful cold brew They have smoothies that the kids like. They even have smoothies made out of ice cream, which is fun for the kids. So there's some um, cold-pressed juices. There's some super healthy smoothies, and there are some more like dessert-type smoothies. They also have the best fresh Maui baked goods, the blueberry muffins with crumble on top. They have cinnamon bread and fresh croissants that are just different than home. They're like the Maui version of it. So If you go, even if you don't stay there, I'm telling you, there's just something very cool about walking up and ordering and eating at their little tables or walking out and eating over the ocean. They also have local Maui rosé, which was so good. I got a glass of rosé one time. I got Craig a local Maui light beer, which was just fun and festive. But that beach shack at the Marriott is a must-go-to. I love it. Also, when you're in Lahaina, you have to go to Cheeseburgers in Paradise. The burgers were actually really great. Burgers and onion rings and fries. But the best part is the the classicness of it. It's just right in the heart of Lahaina. Overlooks the water. Has really cool decor and music and a pulse. It's just like an old school Maui place that you have to go to. So if you go to Lahaina, go there. We go right when it opens at 1030. So you go up, you get the best table overlooking the ocean. It's a pretty quick meal. Like they really serve you nice and quick. So then you can go walk around. 
Also, if you're in Lahaina, make sure you hit up one of the yummy local fish restaurants. They just have a couple fish restaurants on the on the front street right there that's local fish. Like the the plates of food are like ten dollars for fresh fish tacos and and um, coleslaw and whatever other sides you want. But those fish stands are like, do not pass those up. It's the local caught Hawaiian fish and it's great quality and a great price. And while you are, while we're talking about Lahaina, make sure you hit up their henna tattoos. Um, They have like little stands with henna tattoos and it's just very Hawaiian and cool. They had really great little artists doing them. Also, you got to get the shaved ice. The air on the corner right by the banyan tree is the best shaved ice with all the flavors. The best shaved ice you'll ever have. It's not like snow cones where it's like chunky ice. It's like the really fine shaved ice that Hawaii is famous for. So do that. Make sure you stop and get your picture taken with the parrots. There's always a guy right outside in that same area that will put a parrot on your shoulder and someone holds it and you take a picture and it's usually overpriced to get the pictures, but it's so worth it. My kids also love stopping into the jewelry stores there where you can open up and get your own pearl and then you can make your own little pearl earrings or a ring. It's $15 to actually crack it open, which is kind of the fun part. But then usually it's pretty pricey to have it made into something. So you might just want to crack open the pearls and take the pearls home. I feel like every time we end up doing getting earrings and stuff and it ends up kind of being a fortune and it's not always the type of stuff that my kids at this age would actually wear. It's more the fun of the activity. So either way, have it made into jewelry or just get the pearls, but that's something that's really fun to crack open and and guess what color pearl you're going to get. It's usually like a black pearl, a lavender, a pink, or a white pearl. That was a super fun activity and just all the fun things to do while you're in Lahaina. You got to hit the town at least least once. You got to stand under the banyan tree and see how cool it is that it's one tree with all the different roots and the birds and the kids can kind of climb around. Really fun. So that's everything in Lahaina. Oh my gosh. I have so many tips. I'm going to go quick through all these. Okay, where to stay? You know, for kids, I love the Grand Wailea. I think you can't beat it. If you want to do, probably the best trip we've ever done is we split it up. So we did the first half, Grand Wailea, water slides. Exhaust the kids. It's like all day. I would do three days at Grand Wailea. Then I would switch over. If you want to do a full five-star resort after that, in Kapalua, the montage is incredible. There's still lots for kids to do. There's a great beach there. It's right by Merriman's, that great restaurant that I told you about on the cliff. They also sometimes have their cliff house open, the Montage, which is a Vouv, um champagne bar for um, people 21 and over. That's right on the cliff. They serve um, Vouv in pineapples. Oh, the best. That's where I fell in love with um, champagne in a pineapple. But the montage is just incredible. They have residences that you could um, do a VRBO kind of thing or you could stay at the hotel. But that's just like next level Maui. That's more luxury and calm and quiet. So if you're doing an adult trip, that's where I would pick. I would pick the montage if you want to go all out. Or if you want to do a half and half, 
you could do half the trip at Grand Wailea and then head over to the Montage. I like the Grand Wailea first, even though it can be hard for kids to leave. Like it's just so fun for them and they get that excitement of it and they do all the slides and get nice and tired. Then you end your trip relaxing. So much fun. But those are my my favorite too. Like I said, there's so many cool hotels um, and different places to explore. But I've stayed quite a few places, and those are my go-tos. If I'm going with kids, it's Grand Wailea. If I'm going with adults, it's the Montage Kapalua. Um, pool cabanas. So pool cabanas can really vary in price. So what I would do is I would call. I think a pool cabana is so nice to have a home base, especially if you have a big family. It really makes it easy, and it removes the stress of reserving chairs. So depending on how the hotel is working at that point with hotel chair with uh, pool chairs. I think a cabana is really nice. So what I did is I called ahead of time and I said, these are all the days that we're going to be there. Can you tell me the prices of the cabanas? Because the same cabana could be $400 one day and then it could be $800 and as much as $1,200 for a day for the same cabana. So I just booked the cabana every day that it was $400 because for me, that's what seemed, you know, that's the most I would want to pay for a cabana and why pay, you know, double the next day. So then I booked activities. I planned our activities on those alternate days that we didn't have a cabana and that worked out really well. We did not do childcare, but you could. We've gone before when Parker was three months old, we brought a babysitter nanny with us. And most of the day I told her, go do what you want, explore, adventure, charge food on the room, do whatever you want. And then the kids would be tired by like five o'clock so then we'd get them room service, which they almost liked better, and then we'd go out to dinner. Now that my kids are a little bit older and not babies, I like traveling with just us, and I'm happy having them come to dinners and explore all of it with us. So I don't bring a nanny, but I know people that do babysitter services when they get places, if you feel comfortable doing that. If I do that, I always get two people. I have the hotel arranged two people. That way... I don't know. I just feel better about having two people in the room. And now my girls are old enough, so they'll have phones or iPads, so they could text us or call us if they had any questions or anything. In general, when I'm going on a kid vacation, and listen, no judgment, however you want to do it. For me, I kind of feel like I'm chalking it up to like, this is a kid trip. I'm going to spend as many waking moments with my kids as possible. And then I'll do a separate trip that's an adult trip. But if you feel like you need an extra hand to relax, and especially if you have a little one that really needs to nap in a nap schedule, do not go and let yourself be resentful that you're in the room or things like that. If your baby is not one that could kind of sleep outside or on the fly or on the go or on a on a pool chair kind of thing. So think about it ahead of time. Like I always say, put yourself in your own shoes on that day and try to plan to where it works for you and for the family and for everyone. The time change. So for us, we are in California, so it was a it was a three hour time change going there. The time change going there, and once we were there, was easy. It was awesome, totally easy. We adjusted right away. Um, we did it. The kids, no one napped. Everyone was great. When we got home, I'm telling you, it's been a week, and we're still on Maui time. I don't know what it is. We're staying up late. We're waking up late. I don't know. But it was easy when we were there, which is the most important. Once you're home, you can figure it out and make it work. Time change for us and everyone that we traveled with was great when we got there. And the best thing is, is we gained time going there. So we flew at like eight in the morning and we landed at like 11. So we still had the whole day. Of course, you pay for that on the way back, but 
It works when you're there. And that's all we're concerned about at that moment. If you follow me, you know I always send a box ahead of time. So let's break down what to send in the box. When going to Hawaii, I sent the kids water shoes because they're bulky. I send, and it's always, most of the things I send are disposable. I mean, like consumable. So we're going to consume it while we're there. But I did some other things that were bulky that worst case, if something got lost and I I ship it ahead of time so I know, I talk to the concierge and I confirm that it gets there before we fly just because some of the things I actually need. Never has it ever happened that it's been lost, but I always send it with enough time because I don't want to be without those items. So Parker's pool floaty I sent, everybody's water shoes, all five of us, and then all the snacks and cereal and stuff for the hotel room. Also, it was Presley's birthday while we were there, so I sent her presents and the party decorations and streamers and balloons, things that I knew would almost take up a whole suitcase, but most of the stuff was consumable. I love having food in the hotel room so that way the kids can snack, and also it kind of balances out the treats, to be honest. Right now during COVID, our hotel did not have room service. I knew that going into it, so I wanted them to have plenty of snacks, and that way it's not, you know, I want them to go when we're at the pool. I let them order whatever they want. Oreo shakes. They're ordering chicken fingers and fries and frozen lemonades, whatever you want. So that way they experience all the things. But then when they just need a snack in the hotel room, it's kind of our normal healthy packaged snacks that they're used to having at home. So I sent all that ahead of time and I made sure it got there. And Then we just went and we enjoyed. I'm telling you, I spent a lot of time. I spent a whole week. I mean, we planned it a week ahead of time, but I spent the majority of that whole week researching, especially navigating the different COVID things and planning, talking to people. I was calling the whale watch people every day. Are you still seeing whales? Did you see whales yesterday? And I'm normally not that. I I really kind of feel like, you know, things always end up working out, but I did not want to have any major fail especially with things being so complicated with COVID. I didn't want them to seem complicated. I wanted it to be as smooth as possible. I wanted to have as many activities as possible that everyone wanted to do, but not too many to where we didn't feel like we had downtime. And it really panned out great. So um, plan your cabanas if you want them. Plan your activities. Overly plan. Know the cancellation periods, but have them so you have a plan. Because a lot of times, once you get there, a lot of the activities are going to be booked. The boats, the zip lines, the dinners, you have to do that stuff ahead of time. So get with your hotel concierge. If you're staying at the Grand Wailea, I'm telling you, it's amazing. You can text them. You can ask them questions. They will set up restaurants, activities, and they're they're cool with anything. I'm like, hey, listen, I want this reasonable. I don't want you know this thing. I want reasonable. Or but then with the luau, I really I'd rather skip a different activity and be front a row at the luau. To me, that's just you're in the magic of it. So that's one of the things they were totally accommodating. I was like, I want the premium seating for the luau for sure. But then other things I am gonna go cheapo on because that's not important to me. They were awesome about all of it. So tell them your preferences. Use the concierge ahead of time. Use Google. Don't always trust Yelp reviews and do what I did. Call the manager and be super honest. And then she knew that we were coming. She had a heads up and not in a difficult way. And listen, I tipped everyone. I praised everyone. I wrote Yelp reviews. I took care of everyone that took such great care of us. We had the best time. And it was so refreshing after, you know, sort of a, you know, the year of COVID. To go back felt so normal and natural and fun. And we had such an awesome family vacation. 
I will make sure I know I talked fast and I talked about lots of things. We talked about all the restaurants, hotels, activities, going to Lahaina, Twin Falls, Waterfalls, rental cars, child child care, time change. I have a podcast up about flying with kids and how to deal with it and all my favorite things to pack on a plane. So make sure you check that whole thing out. And we talked about the COVID updates. Make sure you check out the Hawaiian travel website because that's ever changing. And I'm telling you, it, Hawaii is open again and it's so much fun and it's so tropical and it's relaxing. The only thing that I wish Maui had a little bit more of was like music and a pulse. So bring your speaker, bring it to the pool with you because it needs, for me, it needs like that. We went, when we went over to Humble Market Kitchen, it was our last big night. Our friends left one night before us. So our last big group dinner and they had a live guitarist down by the pool and we were looking over it. And it was just like the best Hawaiian versions of all the songs that we know. And it was so relaxing and cool and had such a cool vibe. That's the only thing I wish Maui had more of is like more music, more music by the pool. I'm going to tell Graham Wailea, we need music by the pool, but bring your own little travel sono speaker and have your own music planned, have a playlist ready. Um, because I feel like that just, for me, I am like a music person. I have music playing in the house all the time. It creates atmosphere and a vibe and I love it. So bring your own music and just in case the hotel doesn't have it just to, you know, keep up the energy. This is vacation. You want to absorb every moment, know that it's not all going to be seamless. Everyone is still who they are. There's a lot of dynamics. There's time change. There's, it's a lot of sun. It's a lot of activity. So go in it knowing that, those dynamics are, are still going to exist. Your kids still might have attitude. You know, someone might have a breakdown. You might lose your cool and it will be fine. Like give yourself grace. In the past, I think I've put so much pressure on vacations. Like, oh my gosh, we're taking this time off work. We're, this is the kids only spring break until summer and we're spending so much money and it's got to be perfect. It's got to be great. And listen, it will be great, but it's not going to be perfect. And that's kind of the beauty of it. It's about the process. It's not just about getting there and the destination. Um, try to be well-rested going into your trip so you can have the energy to deal with those things and understand that it's going to happen and you can, you know, kind of have the best tools to help everybody have the best attitude and have the most awesome trip on vacation. I'm telling you, there's so many things to do in Maui. I love it. I hope you go and have the very best time with those you love. Check out our blog post on the website, howtobeawesomeateverything.com. I'll make sure that I give you a nice big list. So it is a very easy guide for you to plan your awesome vacation in Maui. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.